you gotta be quiet for a second. I'm probably gonna laugh, so I'm trying not to do that. Welcome to the Your Mom. Justin's going to make me so embarrassed. All right. Let's Welcome to the Your Mom podcast where we talk about. <laughs> I want. I got farther. Hold on. Welcome to the Your Mom podcast where we talk about my mom, your mom, and more. Hey, I'm Holly. And I'm Emily. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to the Your Mom, mom podcast. podcast. Uh, Today, we have two very special guests with us, the first of which Holly's going to introduce. All right, kids. Today, we have my mom, Denise. (laughs) So, let me tell you about Denise, okay? (laughs) Um, She is a queen, a beast. She's a runner. (laughs) Um, She ran my half marathon with me last month, and she's done multiple of them. She's much better than me. She smokes me. We get it. Um, she's also loves to read. She smokes. <laughs> smokes me. <laughs> um, my mom doesn't smoke. <laughs> um, yes, she reads all the time. Okay, kids. Um, she's a tea connoisseur. Okay. I have never met anyone who's drink more tea than my mom. Um, yeah, she is very patient, very kind. Everyone wants to be your bestie. You know what I'm saying? So that's Denise. Yay! <laughs> Welcome, Denise. <laughs> um, so I'm not as cool as Holly and can't come up with things off the top of my head, so I wrote out my intro. That's better. Don't read this, Mom. She's sitting next to me. It is with great joy and distinct honor that I get to d- introduce our second <laughs> guest, someone near and dear to my heart. She's a woman of tremendous talent, boundless creativity, and unmatched wit and timeless wisdom. A few of her many accolades include two-time marathon runner, chili cook-off champion, hair model, and 20-plus years as a home educator. She's one of the most beautiful and fearless people I know. Some call her teacher, wife, daughter, sister, and friend, but I call her mom. Stacey LaPierre, thanks for joining us. Yeah! <laughs> um, our intros sound like we're at two very different shows. <laughs> Welcome, Mrs. President. Yo. All I can say is I taught that girl high school English, and I'm very proud of you because that was good, MZ. Thanks. I was going to say, Auntie's going to be proud of this. I am very proud of you. And for those listening, um, Denise, a.k.a. Auntie, is my aunt. (laughs) Yes. Our moms are sisters, everybody. Yes. We should have clarified. Yes. All right. Let's talk drink of the day. Stacy, what are you drinking? Well, I brought a... um, Mango passion fruit tea, because I have a little bit of a cold, and this way it'll keep me from coughing all over the place. Yes! <laughs> what you got, Denise? Okay, I have cup number four of the day of Irish breakfast Four? Tea. Four. I know, it's not anywhere near breakfast. <laughs> but I'm on cup number four. It's black, it's hot, it's strong, and it's in a china cup, because that's the best way to drink it. Period. I said she was a tea kind of store, kids. <laughs> I am drinking Trader Joe's spiced apple cider because I sent Justin to Trader Joe's and he being the bougie boy that he is brought that home. So I heated it up. It's good. Respect, respect. Um, I'm the only one drinking something not hot. <laughs> I'm drinking 7-Up. <laughs> and carbonated. Yeah, so I just do this every week. I like to flirt with danger. i uh, burping, so <laughs> yeah, pretty classic. Yes. Alrighty, what is y'all's high and low? Who wants to go first? Denise. <laughs> okay. 
Well, I know that we start with lows, you all generally do. So the low for me this week was definitely dropping my husband off at the airport. So he no. he travels a good one week out of every month and out of state. So I had to drop him off Monday morning and I don't know, it's just sort of sad. It's melancholy when I drop him off and then he's walking through the double doors and I got to drive home alone and it's only a week, but still, it was kind of sad. So then I sat in the car for a minute after he went in, getting my podcast set up so I could listen to you guys on the way home. And then I get this text from him and he says, I'm looking at you through the glass windows. <laughs> Do you see me here? You look so sad. Are you okay? I said, I'm trying to get the podcast up. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. So that was my Aww. love. How else do you want to go next? Oh, wait. Yeah. Hi. Oh, my high. I get yeah. them both. Yeah, oh, all right. It. Okay. My high. My high was fall is just beautiful and the changing leaves. I could, I could sit in front of a window all day long and just watch the leaves come down and um it's just beautiful it's my favorite time of year and i can't be sad in the fall for too long mm, we respect it all right kids i'll go <laughs> <laughs> um my low is that i did the final crack in my phone when you know it's time to get a new one no! it's very depressing it cracked right across my webcam so or my selfie cam no so it's very unfortunate and i'm like with what money am i getting a new phone we'll see um but my high uh this must be something oh mom and i found a new place to walk um which you know where it is <laughs> um near your house yes. so anyways <laughs> we, we were like oh we need to try it out because we always drive by it and it was really nice. And I love that it was mainly old people on the trails. There was no yes. creeps. <laughs> so, you yeah. You were waving to everybody. Yeah, I was like, oh, these people won't murder me. It's good. Well, these were your people. So, yeah, that was my highest fun. Mom, what you got? Oh, let's see. My low this week was I've been sick for about eight days now. I had a really terrible sore throat and just felt lousy and had trouble getting out of bed a couple days and, and generally felt terrible. My high, I think, though, would be... Feeling that bad is, is my husband spoiled me. Your, your dad mm. oh, brought me dinner in bed, sat up and watched movies <gasps> with me, oh. rubbed my back, to put, uh, took the kids on their errands. Oh, he so spoiled me. It was so wonderful. Couple goals. Here it. Aw. Well, my low is, so I've been, I started this spin class, which you may have seen on the Instagram takeover recently. Yes. And it's at five in the morning, which is fine. That's not the low part. The low part is that it, my tailbone hurts so bad. Uh, like uh. the seats are very hard and you spend a lot of the time standing, but still like when you're sitting on it, your butt hurts so bad. Mm. So my tailbone has been really sore. Um, hopefully that goes away soon. My high would be that I've gone to the spin class for, uh, two weeks now without quitting. And Ooh, that's impressive because yeah, it's can. at 5 a.m. To me, it's impressive. That's impressive. But it's, right there. it's, it's so mm. fun though, because you get to do it to upbeat music and my instructor is super funny and fun and he just like talks all the time and it's a good time. We have a, we enjoy ourselves. Nice. So up next, we have the TVH of the week, which, how's do you want to start us off? Okay, kids. Um, Mine is, to be honest, laundry is the best chore. Let me tell you why. 
Let me tell you why. Emily's looking at me. Now, Emily, you go to a laundromat, right? So it probably sucks for yeah, you. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, no, no. So this is if, you know, you're not at a laundromat. You're in your own house, okay? Which I am. Let me tell you about why. So I am on top of it. So I don't have a huge load every time. So it's relatively quick to throw it through the wash and the dryer. And then I like it because then I'm chilling in my room. I just put on YouTube or music or something while I fold. And there we go. It's way more chill than, I don't know, doing the dishes and stuff. No. My hands get all wet. You're touching gross stuff. Uh-uh. And I hate sweeping for some reason. I don't know why, but it hurts me inside. So I just like Sweeping laundry. is literally the easiest chore. What is I wrong hate with it. You? I hate it. I, Nobody uh, likes it in my house. Dang. So we have too much hardwood. So I wish I had hardwood. My whole apartment is carpet. <laughs> so anyway, laundry's the best. I knew Emily was going to look at me weird. <laughs> As I do. Um, My TVH of the week is that white chocolate slaps. It's okay. It's good. It's good. And everyone has always hated on me my entire life. But it's good. I like and the cookies and cream you, one. Okay. Mm, that's but good. Here's the thing. You need to have high quality white chocolate. Because if you're having like, you can't have like, what's that brand? Like Palmer? Fake Easter Bunny white chocolate. Yes. Ew. Ew. That's not even chocolate. That's literally like plastic with vanilla in it. And some sugar. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. That's yeah. gross. It doesn't yeah. even like, I don't know. Doesn't even taste like chocolate. But I like me some good lint white chocolate. Those mm, are all right. Good. All right. I can get behind that. that. Yeah. yeah. So that's that. Controversial. <laughs> or to do a, it out there. Or to yeah. do a poll. Yeah, we will have to do a poll. Mm. Okay, my TBH is the Roomba is a lot of work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> reveal, reveal. We, we won a Roomba at a raffle, and I was so excited because nobody likes to sweep at my house, and you get crumbs all over your feet all the time. So I thought, oh, yes, we'll unleash this at night, and I'll the clean beast. I'll dance around on my clean floors in the morning. But the amount of time it takes to pick up every last thing on your floor and, and make sure no uh, toys from the kids have been left on the floor, it would be quicker for me to kind of sweep around everything oh. <laughs> and move on. So I'm still working on it. I'm not going to give up. But at this point, between that and the fact that once you unleash the Roomba and it's zipping around, you can't help but stare at it like it's the new pet. <laughs> so literally, there goes like an hour and a half of my evening. <laughs> Entertainment. But if you ever get sick of it, I'll take it. <laughs> okay. So she did send me a video of it. <laughs> so I think she is a little bit obsessed. <laughs> All righty. Well, let's just... Wait, we need mom's TBH. Oh, did I? I really? Emily. Okay. How dare you? <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm leaving the podcast. Auntie's my replacement. Okay. Who be honest? Rainy days are awesome. We had what? we no. had three in a row this week, if you remember correctly. Fog and rain. And I was on the struggle bus. <laughs> she was. She complained about her hair every day. It's true. But rainy days are lovely because everybody, you know, people... They look up and they oh, it's going to be a miserable day, you know, where you check the weather app and it's going to be raining and you're like, oh, that's a washout. It's not, people. It's a pass is what it is because you look out and you see the rain and then you go, well, I can't do this, that, and the other and I can't feel guilty about it because I can't do it. It's raining. So you have this pass to just be in your house and be cozy and enjoy yourself and go slow. It's great. They're beautiful. I just feel saying. like, yes, but... Only if you already have that day off, because if you have to work and it's rainy and you have to like, or if you have to hmm. stuff to do when it's rainy, it's literally the worst. Yeah. I don't like driving in the rain. That's the thing. No, I, I don't stressed. like that either. 
But yeah. I, I do love a cozy, like a good Saturday when it's rainy and then you like don't have to go outside and you're like, all right, I'm just going to watch movies all day and cuddle up. There you That's are. Good. There you are. That's, uh, we just stayed home and did school and yeah, it was nice. It was nice. I had to explain to my five-year-old about fog though, because she was fascinated by it because it was so <laughs> foggy and we just spent a great deal of time discussing how it's like a cloud, but on the ground. So it was fun. Aww. So educational. Well, now we'll dive right into our topic of the week, which is basically a Q&A with the moms. We're just going to ask them a bunch of questions. Some of them have been um, put in by v uh, listeners. I was about to say viewers, but you can't view anything. Um, <laughs> and the first question is, what is the best part about being a mom? Mom, do you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's lots of great things but my very favorite is hugs i i have seven kids that i can hug on a regular basis some of the older ones kind of look at me and they give me their forehead to kiss and i'm like what is that or i have one one teenager who every time i hug her she pats me on the back like like she's patronizing me <laughs> and i have to remind her stop this is my time hug mom she loves hugs and so that is my very favorite thing is i always have kids climbing onto my lap and cuddling and and i love it Oh, that's so Aww. sweet. And now she says something as noble as that. And you know what I have written down in my notes? Play-Doh. I feel like Play-Doh. <laughs> Let me elaborate. I was thinking about this this week as I was sitting on the floor playing Play-Doh with my five-year-old. And I was thinking, if I did not have a five-year-old, I would not be sitting on the floor squishing this wonderful compound through my fingers <laughs> and i love play-doh i really do enjoy play-doh i have since i was small i've never outgrown it but if i didn't have a five-year-old would i take the time out to play with play-doh at 11 in the morning i would not and there's a lot of things i was thinking about that i wouldn't have done if it wasn't for having my kids and for them having particular interests and so um because i have kids with interests that are different than mine i've learned about things like horses and horseback riding I've learned a lot about goats and goat birthing. I've learned about speed Rubik's cubing. I've learned about psychology. I've learned about um, Gilded Age American architecture. All sorts Podcasts. of Podcasts. Podcasting. <laughs> all the things that I would never on my own have thought of. So I was kind of reflecting on one of the best parts about being a mom is that kids expand your world. They really do. I, I'm not stuck in a rut because of all these people. Or interested in other things that push me out of it. And I really like that. So thank you, Holly. Well, that's definitely deep and meaningful. <laughs> but it all really does come down to Play-Doh, I think, you know? Uh, I Honestly, I now that you say it, that you really like Play-Doh, I can think of so many times I've seen you squishing the Play-Doh. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I think in particular, whenever... You used to help out um, back at, so we used to help with this, like, Bible club. It's called Awana. And there was mm -hmm. a cubby classroom, which was the preschoolers. And I have a distinct memory of Auntie playing with Play-Doh. <laughs> if we're confessing, I love Crayola crayons, too. A new box mm -hmm. when they're all sharp and they smell good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a first grader. <laughs> I think at art. I don't know. Can I read off? Okay, our next one comes from a viewer. <laughs> uh, Instagram, bro. You can read the name. Get okay. your shout out here. Yes. Well, I don't know if I know how to say her last name. Jenna Schrader. Thank you. <laughs> I can't pronounce things. Um, What were Holly and Emily like as kids? Please don't say anything too weird. No, I'm just kidding. You can. <laughs> <laughs> Dig the dirt. Yep. 
All righty. So, Holly. <clears throat> well, she so cute, first of all. Let me just say that. But she was she was a little skittish. <clears throat> Hasn't changed. Yeah. Well, I have that on mine, too. <laughs> Did he, oh, was MZ that way, too? Oh, no. I mean, we, Holly oh, was Holly. that way. Okay, yeah. MZ, MZ was a little bit, or Holly was a little bit skittish. Um, there were things that we that were very startling to her that we avoided carefully. Loud noises, trucks, even driving by trucks, tractor trailers on the highway. If we had to pass one, it was an uproar in the van. I distinctly remember the time she was probably about three years old and we're on the highway. A tractor trailer passes us and from the car, car seat, she yells, stop the car. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't. But trucks... Um, the flushing of toilets <laughs> would scare her. The sound of hair dryers, things like that, were, were really unsettling. That really annoying hand thing, like dryer in, in public, public restrooms. restrooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No. 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 No fireworks. No fireworks as a child. Mm-mm. No. No. So she was. So yeah. She she liked she liked things to be calm, um, and she liked to know how things were going to go. Um, she might be slow to trust people, but the thing about Holly is she was very, very loyal once she felt comfortable with somebody. It would take might take a little while for somebody to win her over, but once they were her friend, that's it. She's just such a, a very loyal person um, and lots of fun. She was just as silly then as she is now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I jump in since we're talking about Holly and say one of my favorite memories of Holly is she and my daughter Clara were always besties and they looked so much alike when they were young we called them the twins mm. and if you saw the back of them you couldn't always pick out which was which and and they were faithful and they were best buddies and inseparable and there was one time that they got the crazy idea they got a lot of crazy ideas mm-hmm. <laughs> but they got the crazy idea to hide so oh, they hid yeah. and they hid for so long we were on the verge of calling the police it was that <laughs> yes. bad and then finally they emerged like oh what you know no, nothing's wrong here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still remember desk. that. They were hiding desk. under the desk. That's ah. right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, me and Clara still remember that. We're like, oh, yeah, we're <laughs> pros. <laughs> yeah. So, what was but, Emily? But Emily, though, Emily Emily was, she was, she was the leader. She was always a leader. So, <laughs> my sister and I had lots of children, and they were pretty much all, everybody had a buddy that matched up. Um, so, Emily was besties with my third child, who's a boy. So they were best friends, and Emily would usually come up with the ideas. And usually they revolved around hair and <laughs> spa days and things. And, and you know, my, my boy was happy to go along with, you know, whatever she came up with, and they would just have a grand time. She could just come up with so many fun things to do. They would do um, hair, hair days for all the little siblings and spa for the little siblings and write down appointments for them, and they'd all show up in the bathroom, and they would do their hair and everything. and um, yeah, she was always the the bringer of fun. Yeah, at our house, at all the get-togethers, which were pretty frequent. <laughs> that continued most of her life at home. Oh my goodness! Yeah, she, we always called her the cruise director because if you ever went on a cruise and the person who was in charge of all the fun, that was that would be just like Emily at home. She came up with the ideas and and she would talk everybody into doing them. We have these fun <laughs> videos of her making a fashion show, and it was the wildest, craziest fashion show when the kids are putting on all kinds of clothes and and made the whole room into like a stage with, with sheets hanging up. And then we have videos of her making commercials and trying to sell our little vacation spot that we used to go to. They took all the people and just made these silly little things and would say the craziest things. 
Emily also had one strange thing that she would always go to sleep at eight o'clock every night, no matter where we were or what Nothing we were doing. Has <laughs> and so we were once at a, a baby shower at my sister's house for one of our friends, and eight o'clock came, and she promptly laid down on the couch and fell asleep. And all the children <laughs> gathered around her and like, "What's she doing? Is she really asleep? Is she really asleep?" And and she still slept through the whole thing, and. And my brother-in-law carefully carried her out to the car when it was time to go home. And <laughs> I have to say something about that time. Um, so I had this thing. When I've fallen asleep on the couch, I do not like to get up for anything. I'd rather sleep the whole night there, wake me up in the morning, and take me home, okay? I don't want to get up. That still happens now. I'll fall asleep on the couch while Justin watches football, and it takes him a good solid, like, 10, 15 minutes to haul me up off the couch and be like, go to bed. <laughs> you need to get up. And I used to get mad at him. But I do, I do remember that time because people were trying to wake me up on that chair and I was too comfy. And so I stayed there and I re distinctly remember opening my eyes a tiny slit to see who was carrying me out to the car. But I was not about to walk myself. No siree. Alrighty. Are we ready for the next question? We're ready. No. Um, let's see. Sam Allen asks, funniest memory when the girls were little. Ooh. Okay. Holly and well, and her cousin that matches up to her, Stacy's daughter there. Like Stacy said before, whenever they got together, wow, they just thought of things that they would never think of alone. At home, I never worried that Holly was gonna do something kind of way outlandish or anything by herself but boy when the two of them got together it was like exponentially something happened so one day they were about i don't know five years old and they so her older sister had a little side business going a little side hustle and she had a gumball machine and she put gumballs in it you know and her siblings and cousins would have to put you know you got to put your 10 cents in you get your gumball out well holly and clara thought it would be just wonderful to go take the gumball, all the gumballs they wanted, and all the change that was inside. <laughs> um, Entrepreneurs. Uh, yeah. yeah, boss babes. <laughs> and her, her older sister was not having that. Oh, she was just appalled at, at the theft, the injustice of it all. And the kind of the funniest thing, really, was that Holly and Clara just couldn't figure out what the big uproar was about. Like, what's the problem here? So it was a life lesson there. But it was just so funny. And we've talked about it for the last, what? 15 years or something like that yeah yeah and probably probably with them with mz our memories tend to revolve around hair i guess it was destiny for you yeah emily because yeah we've got pictures of of her having having done up uh my son in uh, clips more clips, claw clips claw clips more claw clips than you'd think you could fit we were ahead of the time they were everywhere and yeah yeah and also revolved around food, a lot of uh, stone soup. Yes, stone soup. That's mm -hmm. right. We, I still have those stones in a plastic bag in my house. Years ago, we read that classic children's book, Stone Soup. So uh, the two, Emily and her cousin there, went out and they got stones, five stones from outside, washed them up good, and made soup with them. And huh, still have yeah. them. Nobody's really made much soup since then. Just you. I'm going to have to come over and make some. <laughs> I already covered my stories. They rolled right into the question before, so I don't have anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Um, um, our next question is from the new Hannah Thacker. Um, 
who's your favorite kid? (laughs) (laughs) My dear sister. (laughs) That was not on the list you sent to me. (laughs) The jaws were on the floor. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) Next. Apparently they can't give out that sort of information around here. (laughs) Not to be broadcasted. Uh, Randy Black asks, asks, best part of motherhood at this point? I would definitely have to say having all of the different ages. Like Denise said, I can sit down and I can color with my six-year-old and we can sit and play and still read picture books. And um, and then all the way up to uh, I could have adult conversations with uh, my kiddos. Often when they drive home from work, they'll give me a call and we can just chat about whatever's going on in life. And And I love the fact that I have a boy in the mix of my girls so that we can do boy things as well. And half the time for school, we're throwing a ball back and forth, just doing our math facts. And we we also, um, I still get to do hair and and do all those things and help pick out prom dresses. So I like that, that every stage is pretty much covered, except for diapers, which I'm glad to be done with (laughs) until the grandbabies come someday. (laughs) Well... Yeah, we are totally on the same page. That's exactly what I had thought too. Is having that having that range. I still love play doh, but I love um, running a half marathon with Holly and everything in between. That's definitely definitely great. And also, one of the things I think is great about motherhood now. So I've been doing it for almost twenty seven years, and because it's such a long time, you know, you go through a lot, and you go through a lot with your kids. And because there is such a big history there, you get an opportunity to see the faithfulness of God. Um, inevitably, in anybody's life, when you know you go, you have that many years of of life or motherhood. Um, you know, storms come, trials come, things happen, and you don't always know how is this going to work out. What are we going to do about this? Oh no, how is this going to go? Um, you just there's so many things you don't know, and you pray about them, and you think I have no clue, Lord, how this is ever going to work out, and you ask Him. And then you have the opportunity to see him show up. And he really has shown up in our family so many times when, you know, we've, we've needed help, we've needed direction, we've needed wisdom. Um, and having that many years of kids, I feel like getting to watch God show up and seeing his faithfulness is one of the greatest things because it has made my faith grow and um, given me more confidence in him going forward too, to know that, oh yeah, he's taken care of my family in the past. He's going to continue to do that. So that's been really good. Mm-hmm. All right, kids. The next one from Randy Black again. She got some great questions. Um, I like this one a lot. Best advice for engaged slash soon to be married girls. What do you think? Well, the most important advice I can I can say is that Jesus completes you, not your husband. Jesus is is the one who fills you and makes you whole and, and meets all of your needs, not your husband. So if the one thing I learned is that if I thought I was going to get that from my husband, I would be disappointed. And I often felt like he came up short. But really, it wasn't his job. It was my job to be his helper and to do my part, but not to expect him to, um, I don't know, to, to, to make me happy, quite honestly. Uh, so if I knew Jesus completed me and, and Jesus was enough for me, then then I didn't have the same expectations for him. And the other thing I wrote down was just look for the good. Look for the good in your husband. I tend mm-hmm. to be a little bit of a nitpicker when I was younger, and I 
the more I looked at the black spot, the bigger the black spot grew. When I started to make a little list of, of the things that my husband did that made me smile, whether it was, geez, he held the door for me when I went through, or something simple. The more I paid attention to those, the more that's all I saw. And the more, the more I fell in love with those things. And, and the more he did those things, it was kind of a great spiral effect. And so, yeah, love God first and know that he's enough for you. And then love your husband like crazy. Amen. Yeah. Amen. See, it's, we, we are like um, two sides of, of, the, of, of each other, you know, because exact same end to that. It's exactly what I was thinking. I would encourage anybody who's getting ready to get married to go into it with the mindset that this is a permanent forever arrangement. That's just the way it is. There's not a plan B. Um, this is forever. Um, even if things get you know, you, everybody reaches a point where you go, I don't know if this is how I thought it was going to be, or what about this, or whatever. Well, then you you work it out. You We'll figure out something, but it's never um, it's never a thought of, it's not going to be a permanent arrangement. Mm-hmm. I would say, number one, you go into it that mindset. And then just what you had said, Stace, encourage your husband. You know, tell him, when you notice things are great, are great about him, the things that you love about him, tell him those things. Tell him that. And also cut him slack for being different than you because guys are just different from girls. So he may see things differently because he's a guy or be just because he's a different person. He may see things differently, may do things differently, um, and give him grace to do things his way as well. Not to say you don't, you don't say things if you have advice and this and that, but at the end of the day, you know, he's his own person and let him be that, um, and because when I think of how much my husband probably cuts me slack for being me and being different from him. And, you know, he never says it, but he must, you know, because <laughs> I can be kind of quirky. <laughs> this get me excited to get married. <laughs> if you have applications, send them in. <laughs> now it's a very rigorous interview panel here, though. Yes, now opening applications for Holly's uh, significant other. <laughs> There's a lot of qualifications, though, so make sure you read them. <laughs> That's right. Um, how do you make time for yourself? You want to go first? Okay. Well, I certainly needed a lot of time for myself when I had a lot of small kids in the house, and we lived in a small house with one bathroom with six kids at the time in it. Um, Wow. Yes. So the house was never quiet. The house was never clean. So my wonderful husband bought me a shed for the backyard. I feel like this was before everybody was doing the she shed man cave thing. This was a while ago, right? Like 20 something years ago. So, every- I've never heard of the term she shed before. <laughs> no way. <laughs> never. Look it up. Look it up. Dang. Yes. I was a pioneer, you know? So, so he cut me a shed and he wired it with electricity. He put walls in. He, um, he put shelves for my teacups and I got a used uh, wing chair and an oriental rug. And that was my quiet spot. So my house might never be quiet, might never be clean, but when I was when I needed that, I could just go out, sit in my shed, read a book, be by myself. Um, I had the key. Nobody went in it but me, except if they were invited. And just having that little bit of time for myself, then I could go back in because it wasn't like the kids were being bad or doing anything wrong. They were just kids, and there was just a lot of them. And you just need a minute. And I'm an, tend to be an introvert, so I need that quiet time. Um, now. It's different because everybody's a little bit older, so it's not that same kind of um, thing. And we live in a a little bit bigger of a house, too, where we are now, so I don't have my shed anymore, but I find I don't need it. 
um, as much. So running has always been also a way of recharging and having me time. Mm -hmm. Just some, I joke, I think that Stace and I ran our marathons because we just liked that the training time was without any kids. Absolutely. Right? (laughs) We were both, we ran our first one, we were both nursing babies. Mm. But boy, did we have to get out of the house sometimes. And so even if it would be like five in the morning, right, in the the middle of the summer. On a Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Absolutely. We have to leave before it got hot and humid. But we knew, well, we'd have time to just hang out and be together for like two and a half hours. We're out of here, even though I'm not a morning person. But we needed that time. That's sure. certainly what helped me get through. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. And, and uh, running now still, being being alone, even if I just have to hide out in the backyard um, behind the garage or something like that, I got a nice little spot. And just to be by myself, I'm an introvert. And there's a lot of talking in my house, just mm. because a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, And I'd have to say the same thing. When, when we were younger, I'm an extrovert, so I need the conversation and not just little people talk when they were little. I love that, but I would get dry and my husband could never talk quite enough to satisfy me (laughs) (laughs) just because I'm a talker and so certainly those um talking to my sister on the phone endlessly or getting our kids together Mm -hmm. was was something that was was a lifeline for me (laughs) yep the kids would all pair off and play and we can sit and talk with lots of interruptions but it certainly was great and the running in those younger years too was great if I needed to be alone every it was scheduled in, so my husband always knew, okay, off I go, and he was in charge of, of the kids. And so I had time to go and be get physically tired since I often got mm-hmm. mentally tired by <laughs> being mom. And then as I got older, of course, the kids are bigger. And so if I need to sneak off for something or other, I do. And now I have to make sure I schedule things like dates with my husband and things like that that I may forget about and let time go by. But, yep, now we get out plenty. We do. We do. It all passes. So take heart if you're out there and you have a whole bunch of little kids. It passes. And get yourself a good sister or a good friend that you can talk to that, that'll let you say anything. Oh, yes. And say it. Not to everybody, but to her. <laughs> I was telling my mom the other day, um, I was telling her that the most of the memories, like the most, <laughs> did you tell her about that? Yeah. I was saying that the, um, one of the like biggest memories I have of my mom as a kid was talking on the phone to auntie. Same. <laughs> Survival. That's right. Where's mom? She's talking on the phone to auntie. That's right. Oh yeah. We cook dinner. You can do anything while we're on the phone. Hold on a minute. We'd be having six conversations at once. <laughs> we had those old headsets that looked like you were the McDonald's checkout person. Oh yep. yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait, I got to put my headset Wait, I don't on. I remember that. Oh, yes. It hung over your ears and around your mouth. Yes, so You can yes. talk and cook dinner and, and change a diaper and do everything. <laughs> Whoa. We didn't have these newfangled cell phones. <laughs> wow. All right, kids. This next one. What's a piece of advice you would give 20-year-old you? Which is basically my age, so I want to hear this. <laughs> oh, good. Then this one's for you, Holly. Oh, no. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, I would say me, and I say Holly, for pity's sake, don't worry so much. Yikes. <laughs> Honestly, yes. don't. It's really going to be okay. And God really does have this. And it all doesn't have to get done yesterday. It's going to get done, and it's going to be fine, and it's going to be good. And just don't worry so much. Enjoy it along the way. That's what I would tell me. I, so I try to tell me that now, too. <laughs> Sometimes I still, you know, I don't have it totally covered. But I do think that, yeah, Howells, don't worry so much. Yikes. <laughs> yes, ladies, relax. It goes by so fast, and it will be good in the end. You just keep your eyes on Jesus, put one foot in front of the other, it gets there. 
It does. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What have we got next? What's left on your bucket list, if anything? Well, on mine is the natural wonders. There are still a bunch I would like to see with my hubby. I'd like to grab his hand and go see the Grand Canyon and maybe a natural geyser or a hot spring and different things like that. Or the, you know, the, um, the Redwood Forest. I don't know if I ever will. And, and that would be okay because I'm certainly happy to sit on my back porch and, and watch mm-hmm. the leaves change colors because I live in the most beautiful place in the world. But if I could... If I could, I definitely would like to to look down into the Grand Canyon or hike it or something. Mm, I feel like I'm really boring because I can't think of anything. Is that boring, Hal? No, I don't really have a bucket list either. Oh, good. Oh, good. (laughs) I I used to not have a bucket list, but then I started going places, and then I, now I just get the travel itch and have to have a bucket list. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and I know I know my daughter out in Colorado's got one. She's got a list of all these mountains that she wants to hike and national parks that she wants to go to, and this girl's going to get things done. And I just, I don't know, I'm kind of, whatever comes, comes, but I don't know. I can't think of anything that I'm just dying to do. It's kind of one of those content people, I guess. Mm. <laughs> That's a good thing. Oh, good. Yeah, good. So we'll call it content instead of boring. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, have you ever passed up an opportunity that you change your mind about? What do you think? I can't think of one either. Wow. I know. <laughs> Mom did everything the right way. <laughs> no, no. You know what it is? Is I, I should have called my sister this week and hashed out a few of these. Because you know what? If I talk to her long enough, I go, oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Whenever I want to know what to get my kids for birthdays, I call her. What do my kids want for birthdays? Oh, you should. this is what they want. You should do this. So I should have asked you, say, what's on my bucket list? What, am I, what should I have done that I didn't do? And you would tell me. That's what, sorry, one thing about my mom. She's so good at coming up with ideas. Oh, indeed. She's so the idea good. Woman. Yes. Literally, whenever yeah. I, same thing, Christmas ideas, yeah. anything. Like, mom, I don't know what I should do about this, uh, like, situation. She's like, oh, well, you could do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> so yeah. nice. True. And I feel like she's passed that on to all her kids because I'll ask any of them if I need, like, a creative <laughs> idea. I'm like, oh, Clara, or, like, any one of you guys. Because well, I can't you. come up with anything. <laughs> you ask anybody in our house? No, like, Emily, Clara, what you got? (laughs) Well, the only thing on my bucket list, and I actually did not come up with it right away. I was thinking about it for a while, is um, just when I found out I was pregnant with my oldest, before I knew I was pregnant, um, my husband and I were planning to hike the Appalachian Trail for a month. We had gotten the time off from work. We were all in, had our packs, and we were starting to pack them up. And then I found out I was pregnant. And since, of course, it was my first baby. Now, now, granted, at this point, I'm like six weeks pregnant. And that baby doesn't need anything. It is perfectly fine and happy in there. But I started to worry, what about dehydration? What about being away from home? What about all these things? And so I I chickened out. And... (laughs) We went to England instead, and it was quite for two weeks. And Whoa, it was quite lovely, and it was wow. wonderful. So it still it took care of itself. But I'll not, you know I could go to England later in life possibly. But now that we're a little bit older, and and you know the knees get a little bit bad, and and you can't be gone for quite that length of time, that I don't think that we'll ever hike. Oh any no, no, of time. no! But now we might. Now that you now, said maybe, it, for a it weekend, you want to do it? There's for a, a weekend. List. I got something in a list. <laughs> Not a month. Now you got kids to drag you up the hills. <laughs> Oh, no, no, we're going to go together, her oh, and I, and we're going to talk the whole time. I would yeah, like to do it for a that. weekend, and you don't mind taking a couple of kids either. 
So, mm. but that would be fun. We could sling up the hammocks on some trees or mm. something like that. Bruh, listen to Safety oh. 101. <laughs> I've, I've, got the, I've got the packs and we'll bring the mace. Don't worry, Holly. <laughs> I've listened to your podcast. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> All right. What is an achievement you're most proud of? Oh, the two marathons, the two marathons that one day I called up my sister and I said, you know, this is probably the only time in life we can actually do this. And I really wanted to run a marathon before I was 30. And now you need to understand that I'm impulsive. I love Mm -hmm. to come up with Mm -hmm. ideas. But my Mm -hmm. sister, like my husband, they're both very steadfast. So if I jump in and I'm flopping around the water, they're going to make sure I I get where I got to go. So she's a great teammate because I come up with a crazy idea and she sticks with it. So, so yes, that certainly is the biggest thing I think that I've ever done that, yeah, that is in life. I look back and I go, oh, wow, you know, I could get through this. I got through a marathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can do these hard things. So yeah, that's it. Go you. Is, go <laughs> that's right. <laughs> is yours the same or do you have another one? Oh my gosh. You know, when you think about an achievement, I think, okay, I think something that took a sustained amount of like effort or time and gosh, yeah, those two, I, I just distinctly remember being on mile 18 thinking oh my goodness we're like six miles till the finish still and just but that I love I love the fact that there are things that we could really dig deep and we did it Mm. I think of that with with having the children as well you know I had seven seven children that I give birth to and you know you think to yourself dang I did not know my body could do that (laughs) and I did it you know and I'm I'm just really proud of that and one of the other things that I had on there, not that it's an achievement in the sense that, gee, that was difficult. I don't, it was a blessing, but I'm coming up on my 30th wedding anniversary mm. Yay. in, in two short weeks. Thank that you. It's an achievement. Yeah, it is. I mean, it was a blessing. And, but to think, to, to be, to have that sustained, you know, sustained togetherness and faithfulness and to build something together. That's what I think. Yeah, I feel like we've, we've built this marriage. We've built this family. We've mm. built, you know, and. And he's just such a, a, a wonderful guy and um, that I could have had 30 years with him. I think, wow, thank you, Lord. And mm. we did it. And we're still doing it. Yay. We stand Padres. Yeah. Her. Who has had the greatest impact on your life and why? Well. <laughs> Don't say me, please. There's only, <laughs> there's only one answer to that. I'm, there's only one. That would have to be Jesus. Mm. Amen. Amen. We the, respect it. <laughs> the game changer. The mm. game changer. I, I came to faith in Jesus when I was 21 years old, nine months before my wedding. Um, same, same time as my fiance at the time did. And it was just a game changer. Um, I, I don't think, gee, I don't know. Would I, would I be here 30 years looking at a 30-year wedding anniversary without the Lord? Would I have all of these kids? Would I... I don't know. I don't know. He's just the lens through which I see everything now, the lens through which I process everything. Um, boy, he, he's just been the game changer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I couldn't agree more. How how could, if looking at my life and, and our, both of our lives, who would end up homeschooling all of their children? You have eight children and I have, I mean, I have seven, so... I, I would never even have considered that. I would not have had the patience or the grace. I would not have ever thought that I could homeschool. Those are all things that without God, they would not be possible. And and just plain old a happy marriage. Yeah, to still be laughing about yes. it all. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Rolling over and holding his hand in the morning and thinking, wow, it's another great day. Yeah, without Jesus Christ, it just wouldn't be. Yeah. Mm. 
there you go. Yeah. And last but not least of our questions, mm-hmm. if you became president and had to pick three people to assist you, who would you pick? Okay, this was easy. Holly knew what it was going to be before I before I answered them. I know this. Okay, so I would have to have my husband because yep. he is such a financial mind and he's the most practical person that I know. I would have to have him. Um, he'd, he'd do the budget. He'd get everything. He'd get us out of debt. He'd take care of all those <laughs> sorts of things. He's very, very practical. He'd He'd be, give good advice on things like, you don't want to trust that world leader. He's, you know, not trustworthy. Do not listen to this one or whatever, you know. Don't make this alliance. Very practical. Very smart. Um, the other one would have to be my dad mm. because my dad's job would be to pray. I would, you know, call him. My yes. secretary would call him in the morning and say, okay, these are the world situations and the domestic situations that need prayer. My dad would pray. I know he would. And God listens to my dad. Um, and... My sister, because I could not have such a stressful job as that without a therapist. <laughs> and she will listen to me. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I just did the right thing or whatever. And I could hash it all out with her and she'll give me an honest opinion or just let me blah. <laughs> and there's, there you go. We're going to rule the country, say. Well, there you go. Because <laughs> my list looks exactly the same as yours. My husband is the technical guy. If we need strategists for the military, he's got a military background there and, and, and just is so wise in so many ways. My sister, I couldn't do anything without my sister. And she brings to the table her husband. So double, <laughs> a double winner there. there and, and of course, my dad. Yes, if nothing, if you know, prayer moves mountains. So yes, I feel like a wise person would have wise counsel. And with that, I think that God could do mighty things. <laughs> Not that I want to be president. No, thank you. Stacy and Denise, 2024. Yes. <laughs> You've got my vote. Well, you an all-woman yes. ticket here. Yes. Change is coming. <laughs> it's so funny because when Holly and I were planning this podcast, I go, I know exactly who they're going to pick. Yep. yep. <laughs> I was like, I knew it. Well, next we are going to dive into a um, more rapid fire game of Would You Rather. Would you rather do laundry or do dishes? We already know I'll do laundry. <laughs> dishes. I absolutely hate laundry. Dishes. Dishes. I, I'm the yeah. only one. <laughs> okay. You must not have that many clothes, uh, like clothes that you wear on. I, yeah. I swear, I probably well, wear like three are, outfits a day. <laughs> all y'all are married, so you have one more person. True. It's just me, bro. You have to fold anybody's boxers. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. Um. Would you rather always be hot or always be cold? Hot, hot, cold. You guys are crazy. Oh, cold hurts. Yeah, cold I think hurts. I'd have to do hot. Yeah, I get. I don't know. Cold hurts. Me. I don't like sweating when I'm like hot uh, and you feel icky and I get grumpy. Yeah, no. But cold is just pain every minute, though. Your hands and your feet cold. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather forget who you are or forget who everyone else is? Oh. <sighs> That hurts. <laughs> um, hmm. Stay. How about you? What do you think? Forget who I am. I guess that that would be easier. I do dumb things. I'm good with forgetting all that. But I would want to know who my people are <laughs> and just want to love them. Mm. I respect that. I do that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think I would too because it's less painful for me personally because I don't really know any better anyway. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be less painful for the people around you. Yeah. I would say forget who I am because if I remember who everyone else is, I'll just ask them. And I'm sure I can figure out some version of me that they 
have viewed as vain. <laughs> good strategy. Careful who you ask. <laughs> True. Justin's going to be like, yeah, she's kind of weird. <laughs> Would you rather sell all of your possessions or sell one of your organs? Ah! Which organ? I'd sell my appendix. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, a vital organ. Oh, crap. How vital? Um, let's just say not your second kidney. Well, how could you stay your alive? Your kidney oh. or your lung? Is... You can have all my stuff. I don't really care about my stuff. I'd be just as happy in a tent. Well, and how long do you get? Yeah. How... <laughs> I asked Justin. He goes, yeah. definitely an organ. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think. If I had either way, it's such a very radical thing. I think at least if I sold all my stuff, it would be more useful to other people than just one of my organs, anyways. Though, so if all it my keeps stuff... somebody alive, like a lung, yeah. though, that, that I would do for the sake of not for the money, but for helping somebody. If if it was like, my but if family. it was arbitrary, you just had to get rid of something. Mm. I would say so. My all stuff my... would be more useful to other people. Probably. I would sell all my possessions Me because too. I feel like your health you can't buy. Number one. Sure. Number two is I just know that I have. A very supportive family and friend system that would take me in <laughs> my poor self and feed me. My mom would feed me. You can start again. Yeah. Right. We can we can start over. Yeah, I do that. I'll I'm have too that scared. much stuff. I'm too scared of my health not being good. <laughs> okay. Next I have, would you rather find your true love or find a suitcase with five mil in it? True love. True love. Yeah, true love. Yeah. Oh, he goes, give me that five mil. <laughs> I will go for love. <laughs> We're still love. taking applications. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm serious. DM me. Picture? <laughs> She's not serious. She's not. Send it to the TVH pod Instagram and I'll, yeah. and I'll vet them, okay? Emily will, yeah. <laughs> um, would you rather... <laughs> Why does this always happen when we get together? Would you rather have a really nice car or have a huge wardrobe? A wardrobe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, wardrobe. Yeah, wardrobe. Actually, though, I love having a car that doesn't break down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's true. But no, the wardrobe. I gotta, I, I'll walk and look awesome. One of those Barbie Life in the Dream House ones. Oh. Like the whole mall is your, your clothes. Yes. As long as I don't have to do my own laundry at that point. Ooh. Well, oh. is, I want, yeah, no, you haven't made if you can have a huge <laughs> wardrobe. I would want um, a huge wardrobe, but it all has got to look good on me. Like, I don't want well, a huge yeah. wardrobe of stuff that doesn't look good on me. It goes without saying. Yeah. Um, would you rather not be able to stop joking or always be serious? Mm. I'd have to be always serious because what if you're joking at a funeral? That's so awkward. Or at a wedding, even. But you'd have no friends. I know. Either way, I think you wouldn't, though, because the person would be like, this person's not serious, and they're making fun of me. <laughs> I'd have to be serious. I'm just saying. I think I think I would be serious, too, because joking joking is definitely fun. But then if you were always joking, there are some conversations that are very important that you couldn't have. And I think that would Either be way, it's a an loss. L. That'd be a loss, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going serious mostly because I would say something so dumb <laughs> at some point that would not be retractable. And that would Ooh, worry me. that'd be bad. I would say always be joking, but maybe I, I could give like maybe I could give like a disclaimer and be like, we're about to talk about something serious, and I'm about to say something really inappropriate about it. <laughs> That's because I can't stop joking. It's like a handicap, really. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Just let people know. Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> would you rather sneeze all the time or hiccup all the time? Oh, sneeze. Hiccuping sneeze. is awful. 
sneeze. Sneeze. Yeah. Um, I need to tell y'all a little something. I actually have a hiccuping problem <laughs> where basically if I eat a carrot, a piece of bread, or anything carbonated, I just start hiccuping and it's so painful and it doesn't mm. stop. But I have a few tricks. Like I hold my breath, but it's really the worst. One time I got the hiccups at church. And uh, when you're hiccuping and it is so loud, no, not okay. <laughs> yeah, I have to do sneezing. I was hiccuping when I was trying to sleep the other night. It hurt. It literally hurts. Mm-hmm. My littlest had the hiccups in my belly for like six months before she was born, and all I couldn't I couldn't stand the discomfort after a while and push on my belly to make it stop, and it never <laughs> stopped. It was uh, awful. <laughs> that's so weird. I can't even imagine something jiggling around in there. <laughs> ah. You just wait. Yeah. Um, would you rather lose all of your money and valuables or lose every picture you've ever had slash taken? <gasps> oh. But other people might have some of the uh, pictures. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't. I'll go with that. Yeah. Because if I lost, well, yeah, if I lost all the money, it really could have pretty big repercussions for everybody else in the family. Right? And people's houses do burn down, and they all their do. pictures go, and it just is what it you is. Know, and it you're is glad like... you have insurance. Yeah, and most of, for most of the history of the world, people didn't have pictures of anything, anyways. They mm. just remembered it. Yeah. Well, here's what I have to say. So uh, right after our wedding, I was at when I was in high school. I was re- my phone was telling me I had too many pictures, and I'd have to pay for storage if I wanted. Mm. So started deleting pictures because. I downloaded Google Photos, and I have an iPhone, so if I, I backed up all my photos on Google Photos, which allows more pictures, and then I d- was deleting them off my iPhone. Well, I didn't realize that they hadn't backed up yet, and I deleted literally no. every um, like behind-the-scenes photo for my wedding. Oh, no. Oh, no. I literally cried in this heap, um, and Justin had to come home and console me, and oh. it was literally the worst because all those pictures of cute like behind-the-scenes for my wedding are gone. That's depressing. And I only have literally the, like, professional photos. You're welcome. I'm just kidding. Although I did, like, I texted all the friends who did take a few Mm -hmm. pictures, and I was like, send them ASAP (laughs) so I can stop crying. (laughs) But I would say um, all my, I'd keep the possessions, I guess, just because it'd be more inconvenient. But I'd probably cry a lot if I lost all my pictures. Yeah, me too. Um, Let's see. Last but not least, would you rather fulfill your biggest wish or resolve your biggest regret? Mm. Uh, my biggest wish, you know, because I ain't got what I didn't like murder anyone or anything. Okay, I can live with it. <laughs> um, I said fulfill my biggest wish because I just forget about my regrets. <laughs> Whatever, they're behind me. We all got a past. It's fine. I feel like if I could bank the biggest regret, because I'm not, I'm still here, and it might be a biggie. Who knows? I'd like to just save it for later. And as much as I would like my biggest wish, life's pretty good. I don't know. I pretty much got everything. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. Even though not like I am thinking of one particular regret, but even if there's something I should have not done or something like that, it probably affects somebody else. So I probably should fix that. Um, I'm going to do, I'm going to have the biggest wish and I'm going to wish for a million wishes (laughs) and I'm going to wish to erase my regrets. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to wish someone sends me a good application. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. I just like pulling this up for the moms. (laughs) 
there's going to be lots of criteria. We'll be releasing that on the next pod. Yeah, well, to get by Emily is going to be tough. Oh, this she, gonna be... She's got five brothers. It's going to be tough anyway. I'll, I'll vet the very, like, worst ones. And then they'll, <laughs> no offense. You know, keep going from there. We'll do some interview, phone interviews. And if you're lucky, you might get a Zoom interview. Okay. And then we'll move on to maybe an in-person interview with me, the <laughs> HR <me>. representative. <laughs> Wow, this is very entertaining. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, moms, for coming on the pod. Yes, thanks for when having us. Emily and I, when Emily said to me, do you want to start a podcast? That day we said, we need to have the moms on. That was our goal. Yes. Here we are. <laughs> you you Yay. The, the apex of success right here today. That's it. We fulfilled our biggest wish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So we wanted to have you guys on, and I feel like you guys shared lots of wisdom that I'm definitely, definitely going to have to re-listen to the pod and so- soak some more in. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Get your pen and pencil. I'm going to play it as I go to sleep every night. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Well, why don't you guys all follow us on Instagram at TVHPodOfficial. Um, follow us on Spotify. Leave us a rating. And then uh, follow us also on Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and review. Yes. And until next time.